0: Roll it. Welcome to another episode of the Church Mag Podcast. Eric Dye here along with Jeremy Smith and Blessing Mbofu. And we're, we're getting closer to the holidays, right? The The big Christmas Eve service and the, the maybe the, you know, s- some churches I know like the weekend before that Sunday service, they might have like some special programs, uh, some some different stuff like that. There's certainly a lot more busyness, not only up in the sound booth, but for the ushers and pastors and volunteers and, and everybody. There's certainly a... Uh, heightened energy, right? Stress for some, perhaps, uh, around the season because you have more guests, you have families, there's a lot of pressure on, I mean, it's a religious holiday. I mean, come on, it's religious, it's a religious holiday, you're religious people, like, it's going to be a busy time, like, it's a no-brainer, right? And I think I think it's also important to take a moment, right, and kind of step back from ourselves, even, and remember kind of the purpose of it all, and the point of it all, and maybe dial it back a little bit and kind of focus on others and the reason for the holiday and not get, not let this busy season and this important season, uh, full of responsibilities and expectations, not to get too, too, uh, don't let it run away from us too much. Not, it's not candy. It's not presents. Feels like it sometimes, but uh, <laughs> um,
1: this is funny yeah, that we say this because I'm first of all I'm a person that says let Halloween let I'm not necessarily like super pumped about Halloween. Halloween can kind of just be I like the candy and that's about it. But let Thanksgiving be first and then let like, Christmas come. My mom's been celebrating Christmas for the past three months, um, and so I have like a little like back of my head twitch wow. kind of thing about it. Yeah, she's all obsessed. That's about a serious Halloween. run up. Uh huh. And so I, that's my kind of background mentality, but we did actually have a conversation about this today. So this is two months before Christmas when we've had this with our kids. Um, don't anybody tell them, but um, we're this year, we're actually good. Our kids are seven, four and two, and we're going to do one Christmas gift for them. And we're not going to be buying Christmas gifts for other people. Um, we're just going to do one gift for our kids and then we're going to be with my family, with my wife's family, and then at our family separate are all going to go find a family and give to them. And so that's one of our things and kids don't know it's coming up. So we've been thinking about this a lot. And tonight for dinner with our kids, you have to s- summarize it down for little kid talk, right? Simplify it. Um, and we had the conversation of, Hey, when Christmas comes, cause my son brought up, he wants all these toys. What do you think Jesus wants us to do on Christmas? Like, what do you think he would like us to do? obviously the reason for the season is Jesus is born hope and grace and salvation and all of that. And I think that's important to teach them. But I think the question that I asked has a little bit different answer of what would Jesus want to do for Christmas? What what would you, Mm. what would he want us to do for his birthday? Mm. Well, the way that the final way that I had phrased it to them. And so before I give my answer, what do you think your, What's your seven-year-old or four-year-old answer for something like that? Not thinking too hard about it. I'd
2: feel Jesus juked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> for four-year-old. For
2: four-year-old. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd be mean, like, what's wrong with Jesus? Like, how come he's not? We have a prison. Sorry, there go.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I, I was just going to say that, like, growing up as a kid, you know, the holidays were one particular way from my wife. It was another, and we've we've uh, tended to lean a lot more towards hers uh, perspective. And while that's kind of difficult for me, uh, you now the more time passes, the easier it is for me. But um, it's not it's not an issue for my kids. They they enjoy everything around it. I credit that towards um, having cultivated a more healthy approach to the holidays much like what you what you've outlined, Jeremy, with your kids. Um, And so I think it's important to 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 not to (laughs) maybe in resetting it with your mature with a more mature mindset, constructing the holiday season in a way that you hope that your children do. It might not ever come into full fruition For you personally It may be a struggle For the rest of your life Whether it be disappointment Or struggle Or stress Or whatever it may be But if you can instill Something different In your kids You can reverse the cycle Or create a new Healthy path So that future generations Of the church even um, Can have that Healthier approach So Think less of What needs to be changed For you Think also How things can be changed So that it can be different and better for the next generation so it's the long game might not get as many short-term results but i think it's important that we really think about the traditions that we have that we perpetuate that we promote and really rethink how do we really want this to play out how should this really be because if we look in the rearview mirror of you know, the last hundred years, you can definitely see that there has been a big change. Even in the last 25, 30 years, there's been a big change and a big swing of what the holidays are like. And is that really what we want them to be like? Is that really what we want to celebrate? Is this really the goal of what we're doing? So answer those questions and then start treating and, and participating in the holidays in a way that that promote the kind of outlook you want future generations to have, because deep down in my gut, I think we need to make a turn somewhere.
2: Yeah. In in terms of, um, I mean, I, we don't, so I think about like, uh, well, not like, but I think about Ingrid and I, like, I mean, we, we had some years on staff at church and um, where we, so we lived in a city that's probably like a thousand I'm trying to think say about a thousand six hundred kilometers away from closest family um I don't know I don't know how many miles that is um but you know and um one of the memories or some of the most interesting annoying well annoying but terrible memories, I don't know if it's terrible too, but I have these memories, let me just leave it at that, where we had Christmas service in the morning at church and a couple of years we ended up the last two people in the building locking up and um, making sure everything is in place, setting the alarm and then getting home together and then that was just it. Um, And so I've, so, so I'm just thinking about like, so we're talking about shifting things in terms of within the family context as well. And Eric, you also spoke about thinking about what the narrative should be, even in the context of the church. So I'm also thinking about what does that look like? Um, how does the church just reimagine some of that? Because it just feels like sometimes as we roll up to even around Christmas, for example, Um, we just bring out the, you know, we're dusting off the decor from the previous year um, to kind of just hit repeat, you know Um, almost like a rinse and repeat kind of thing, Uh, we're doing this again, Um, you know we'll have the we're going to have a carol service today or a couple of days before um, Christmas and then Christmas we'll have a service and, and and um i don't know if i really have any contribution there but i think i'm just trying to re how can i reimagine that in a community or in a congregation um what are some of those things that i think about and how do i practically try to engage that
1: i think that so for me the way that i ultimately put it was obviously sharing the gospel with people is a huge piece of it of why we do what we do um And I think sometimes for kids that can be a little bit harder of a conversation. Obviously we're going to talk about it and we'll make it a priority to, especially our seven year old to help them understand that. Um, Mm. But I think that the answer that we gave in at dinner table was um, quoting the Bible verse of Jesus spent time with the widows and orphans. And then we Mm. said, do you know what widow and orphan is? And and so then we had conversation on what that means and then, why would Jesus do that and having those kind of conversations about um, why would we do that on Christmas and um, why why did Jesus think that was something he wanted to do a lot and it was something he did a lot um, and obviously for the sake of eternity um, for a seven-year-old that's a hard concept to grasp and so maybe we'll just start with the, the finite version of that and um, as things expand we'll talk more and more about heaven and everything else as we go along but I thought that I think that that was my definitely God not me kind of a response in that moment yeah. um, mm-hmm. for them and they kind of had a good conversation with us over dinner time Wow yeah hmm.
0: well and to and to encourage you Jeremy I think that you know I mean in your position there can be some some hesitancy I would imagine as you think okay you know, how, how do I do this and not screw up? Right. And I think the fact that you're thinking about it and the fact that you are taking action, I think that because those two steps have been done, I think that, that like the biggest, the biggest or the most hardest part is over. Like the worry of, 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 if you're doing it right, blah, 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 that, that means you, that means you care. And that means you're making changes. Right. And is it spot on? Is it perfect? Probably not, but it's adjustments and it's adjustments that need to be made. And I think ultimately that's, what's important. Like you can't get that, you know, you're not you're not being para- you're not in paralysis, afraid of making a change, you know, of, of it's not fine tuned enough. You're like, generally speaking, I feel like we should be going this way. And so <laughs> that's what you're doing, right? You can make adjustments later if needed, or in future generations. But the fact that you're thinking about it and you're being mindful and you're being purpose being having purpose in what you're doing, I think that that's huge and I encourage you to, to keep mm. to keep that up. And maybe that can
2: be a contribution for uh, thinking about churches out there maybe that's something that you can that we could have a discussion about how do you how to empower families to have this kind of conversations even just in terms of just how we're planning the build up towards um, Christmas or something and and maybe that's you you know maybe you could just have I don't know maybe cue cards that you could give parents that they could just talk over time and um, you know like in just you know, in the build-up towards um, towards Christmas, for example, is, hey, just how parents have conversations and and maybe the narrative can start changing that way. I think that's a, a lovely approach. Yeah,
0: and, and not just the parents. It's not just the parents and the kids. It's the adults, too, because for a lot of people, Christmas has turned into an opportunity for them to harass people to say Merry Christmas instead of Happy Holidays, right? Or it's uh, an instance where... You know, they get to wear their Jesus is the reason for the season pin and kind of, you know, put it in everyone's face. Like, that's not the point of the that's not the point of the holiday either. Right. Um, So I think even as adults, not talking about the kids, there are some attitude adjustments that need
2: to be made. And I mean, I don't I don't know where everyone stands on this. And I don't even know if it's necessary to say this, but I don't have any issues with happy
0: holidays. Um. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. That 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 can be. That can be a can of facebook worms am i right jeremy am i, I right mean, i have
1: issues with people that have issues with that because i think yeah. there's bigger issues in the world but yeah.
0: we can all agree we have issues it's very meta it's very meta we,
1: i think you almost said it right we
0: all have issues period yeah. we all have issues that's right yeah. but we particularly have issues with those that have issues with that yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And if you have yeah. issues with the fact that we uh-huh. have issues with those that have issues with that, well, that's another issue. Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: a whole issue situation. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, th- I think that we, you know, how do I put it? It just becomes the issue that I also end up having with that. It, it ends up becoming um, an opportunity for people just to be nasty. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. You don't want that. Like, I say Christians get ugly just because someone said happy holidays and then, you know, is that really what you want them to walk away with that they're not saying the right thing or is it...
0: Yeah, it's it's about... Yeah, it's about your... Yeah, okay. We rabbit-trailed here but that's okay. Sorry about that. I can't a little bit. No, I, it was my fault. <laughs> I, I, I You know, it's about, it's about behaving Christ-like, right? It's not about, you know... He said, who do you say that I am? Which means what does my behavior what does that say to you who I am? So I say to you, Christian, what is your behavior that says who you are? And, you know, giving people a hard time for a greeting, that's, <laughs> nope. Anyway, runaway train, but that's okay. It's my fault. Um, so yeah, it's easy to get caught up in the busyness and all the things and the responsibilities and all that's very real, right? Um, but I think Collectively as a culture, especially the Western culture, this is, this is very, you know, Western church specific culturally speaking wise. I think we definitely um, need to reevaluate that. But
2: sure. it's creeping everywhere. Um, oh
0: yeah. Because yeah. Cause yeah. Western influence. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. I mean, absolutely. I
2: was, I was in, uh, I mean, there's also some places where I've been, um, even in, like I'm talking Africa, I'm talking Asia just around that time. Uh, you've got these um, plastic um, pine trees. Um, Absolutely. Well, it's it's. I mean, even in Italy,
0: yeah. Um, blessing. They have they have Black Friday sales. Like, you know, Black Friday's like what happens after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is only in America. If anyone didn't already know that, so
2: yeah, it's. Well, you're not going to believe this, but but it's actually also growing in South Africa. Yeah, it doesn't surprise Seriously. me at all. So
0: like, yeah. like. <laughs> that's ridiculous I mean that is how much like that's like the capitalism holiday right there right Black Friday that's the that's the day that's the day Mm -hmm. Um, Cyber Monday uh (laughs) (laughs) but don't forget Giving (laughs) Tuesday we 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 give but after we've bought and everything we want for ourselves (sighs) Mm. yeah (laughs) oh Uh, my gosh I'm gonna get in trouble guys we gotta stop we're gonna get I'm gonna say things and it's gonna be harsh and then I'm gonna have to apologize again
2: we're talking uh, giving tuesday
0: i love giving tuesday i just think it's interesting that it's after black friday and cyber monday like we've already spent our money we're like yeah we'll uh, give a, a little money like what do we yeah. got left over we got yeah. a few bucks here's a few bucks
1: yeah that, that yeah. being said for some christian nonprofits they make more money on that day than the it's previous true. it's 10 true. months
0: it's true. Hmm. Also, you're, uh, same same with the time in December because people are because the tax returns. But what yeah. does that say about that's our heart exactly. that we're like, "Ooh, need to need to squeeze in the tax break." Like, come on, guys, we can do better. But that's you know, I'm being hypercritical, I know, but I don't know. It's 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 tough to think about. We can we can oftentimes even uh, judge our own hearts by our actions if we're really honest and intellectually honest with ourselves and say you know what am i doing what does that say that i believe what do i believe like i can say i believe something but what what are my actions saying right um that takes a lot of self-awareness and honesty that is can be painful at times but anyway i digress